Hello and welcome to the Parent and NI podcast, where we get together each month to discuss a parenting topic of interest, exploring the research and tips from our staff, but most importantly, you guys. Um, the kids are off school and we're now halfway through the summer holidays, unbelievably. But this month we're going to be chatting about summer boredom. And coming up in this episode, we'll be talking to parents from Bally Craigie Primary School and our friends at Playboard. They'll be chatting to us a bit about play modelling workshops and their ideas for play at home. But for now, I'm joined by our Director of Family Support Services, Muriel Bailey. How are you, Muriel? I'm all right. Thanks, Emma. How Good are times. You? I'm really well. Thank you. So let's chat boredom. Did you ever get bored as a child? Do you remember saying, I'm bored? Um, I do. I recall probably saying I'm bored quite a lot of time. Uh, while I was growing up, maybe more so in my primary school years, um, I grew up on a farm, so there's always plenty to do on the farm. But as a child, looking back, it probably wasn't what I really wanted to do. So I found being out in the farm at times boring because I could see my friends going probably to summer holiday camps, going maybe two days out with their family. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we didn't have days out, but on a farm they were less frequent. Yeah. Um, so your normal day would have been to go out, maybe help bale the hay, do things on the farm and on a sunny day that was great um, especially if maybe you had your cousins with you but yeah. on other days it maybe wasn't as exciting and I might have wanted to go to the local pool or go and do the local summer holiday club but yeah. they weren't always the option so yeah I would have been saying I'm bored because I genuinely wanted something else to fill my time yeah yeah and I remember saying it as well as a child Um, I would have been quite easily contented but I, I always remember my mum saying, how could you be bored? How could you be bored? Look at all these toys and all that you have. But I suppose, um, as you say, it is maybe just children will naturally kind of have a certain sort of period of time where they'll be interested in a certain activity. Or if it's what adults are doing, it's maybe not necessarily something that really piques their interest. Well, I, I do think we all have our own personalities and our mm-hmm. own um, creative side, whatever that may be. So as a child, you're still... Um, I suppose focusing on finding yourself so Mm -hmm. we as adults potentially not necessarily intending to give children things to do but come along and maybe say what about doing this have you thought about doing that and maybe genuinely it's not in that child's interest it doesn't interest them so it's about finding that child's personality and what they're keen to do Um, and that sometimes can take a bit of time and it depends on the child's age Um, you know (laughs) You're, you're trying to fill the child's uh, interest with things to do with their age, which is okay. But sometimes, again, we need to be bearing in mind that children get bored easily or get um, their attention span is yeah. not the same. Yeah. A two-year-old's attention span certainly isn't going to be the same as an eight-year-old. So no. it's all those things that we need to bear in mind. When children yeah. say they're bored, they're not necessarily bored with what you've given them to do. They just need to have a different way of interaction with them. Yeah, and as you say, that that probably could be quite challenging. Say you've got like a kid who's two and a child who's maybe eight and then maybe a teenager as well. That, that could be maybe quite challenging to try and entertain them all at once. Like, would you have any maybe tips for parents who... I mean, I suppose if you can get a bit of one-on-one time with each of the children, that would be nice, but... We're all leading very busy lives and it can um, be hard to factor that in. Well, you're right, Emma. If you have, you have two or three different age ranges of children in your, in your house, um, you may have an activity that all children start off doing together very mm-hmm. happily. Um, say, for instance, your two-year-old, after maybe five, t- five minutes, will naturally get up, 
and wander off. Um, that's normal. But you might find then that the five-year-old is, is maybe focusing on continuing doing it and maybe your eight-year-old is really focused on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but your attention then is diverted to the two-year-old. So up you'll get to see what they're doing. So the five-year-old was enjoying their kind of time with you as their parent. Um, and then all of a sudden you've left that activity. So then they start thinking, where's, where's mum or dad gone? So you might find somebody will say, I'm bored. Not intentionally about the activity but they're bored because they're maybe the focus of that parent's interaction has has been lost because you've had to divert it to somebody else so it is hard to manage that Mm -hmm. um i think if parents are aware that sometimes that age variation may not suit the activity that you've 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 actually set down in front of them and if people can uh, be aware of that before they start sometimes that will alleviate the five-year-old and the eight-year-old maybe saying I'm bored when actually they weren't and they were genuinely very focused on that activity so it's just about being aware of things like that okay um so it's not really a new thing we've both said whenever we were kids we I mean I probably said no to be honest with you I'm 30 (laughs) years old there's probably times where I'm like I'm a bit bored um so it's not new but it's also a kind of strange emotion in that it doesn't seem to really serve a purpose you know when you have you feel tired or hungry or any of these other things you you know that that you need to do something to kind of change it whereas boredom it's kind of like i don't know what to be at and i don't really know how to fix it um and that maybe is kind of a strange emotion for children too so I suppose, does it actually serve a purpose? Can it ever be a good thing for children to feel a bit of boredom? I think um, children in their primary school years, particularly if they're saying to you they're bored, I think it does serve a purpose. It, first of all, allows them to recognise that either they no longer are interested in doing the activity that they're doing or potentially what they are are not doing is causing them to feel uh, bored that they want something to do so I think it serves a purpose and first of all getting them to think about well what would I like to be doing that would pique my interest um, it can help them be more creative it can open up hopefully communication uh, so that they can talk to whoever that adult is or older person in the room with them or another child what else can we be doing um, hopefully it can maybe encourage them to be a wee bit more inventive around what their play should be um, think outside the box as we all say mm-hmm. uh, so I do think it serves a purpose uh, sometimes children may not see it initially but that's about how we then can coach that uh, and make it a positive also if you have um, or would like to know a little bit more about um, the research around boredom um, and, and how it can be good for children's development and different various things we do have a new um, parents article and that will be on our website parentingni.org from today you can have a little read through that and find out more so one of the other things um that we did this month muriel was we asked uh, parents through our social media what they like to do with their children when they do find days where um they're saying i'm wild bored i don't know what to be at um so we've had some really good suggestions uh-huh. um Claire Ann got in touch with us and uh, she was saying that, and this is a cracking one because as we know, we've had some lovely weather mm-hmm. uh, at the moment of recording. We've had a good week of weather, but it could have well changed by the time you're listening to this. Uh, because as we know, Northern Ireland does tend to get a fair bit of rain. Mm-hmm. Um, but Claire Ann's suggestion was that her and her children have made some rainy day and also sunny day boxes. So um, they put different ideas in both boxes and mm-hmm. um, for different things to do depending on the weather 
Um, so that could be things like building forts in the living room, having mini beast hunts out in the garden, trips to the library, picnics, any of that kind of thing. So that's really good wee idea. So there's different and factoring and as you said, maybe being prepared and, mm-hmm. and being aware of different things that might factor into there is nothing more frustrating than that, particularly for a child as well, if you're thinking you're gonna go for a day out and then it's slashing with rain and <laughs> No, that's right. I think um it's about that preparation. Mm-hmm. Um you set something up and as you say the weather changes that so yeah. if you then are not prepared that's when children can get frustrated uh, and they will be shouting that they're bored and then they can get an- annoyed and then a parent will naturally you know start to maybe think goodness me you know you know what am I going to do and their mind then becomes too uh, messed up as such and not thinking what will we do because they're obviously focusing on trying to calm the child down so having preparation is, is really great and it's, it's about the cheapest way of doing it. You don't have yeah. to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, children do naturally love playing games with their family. People love to play board games. They get yeah. great fun out of that. That's something you can do whenever it's raining outside. You can do different craft activities. You can make things. You can build dens, as Claire Ann has said, in yeah, the living room. Yeah. And you have to be prepared that that's going to take over your living room. That's fine. Children yeah. love that. You can have fun as an adult doing it with them. You can get all the cushions down off the sofa and just, you know, get sheets out and get on and do that. Yeah. You can have indoor picnics. You don't have to be outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, if the sun's shining as a family, take every opportunity to go outside, whatever that looks like, whether it's going for walks with your dogs, whether it's going down if you're lucky to live near a beach or live near a park and be outside uh, and enjoy the better weather so that when you have to be inside, it's less... People can can actually use their creativity and yeah. do things differently. And that's what I really liked about that idea because it was involving it, the whole family. You mm-hmm. know, they were all sitting mm-hmm. down to come up with these ideas to put in the boxes and pick them out um, whenever it was time to choose an activity for the day. Another one that actually came through on Twitter from um, Hannah was something I'd actually never heard of before. It was called geocaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a great wee idea actually. I'm gonna have to read off my page here though now to tell you what it's about. Um, so geocaches are small supplies that are hidden across the world, including here in Northern Ireland. And geocachers hide them and mark them on websites and apps for others to hide to find. So you, any device basically that uses GPS. So everybody mostly has smartphones now. Um, you can go out and uh, locate these. And apparently there, there are loads of different sites in Northern Ireland. You'll not be too far away from one. So some of the more populated ones are Devis and Black Mountain, Castle Ward and uh, Florence Court in Fermanagh. Um, but Hannah said that she really likes this idea because it gets her youngsters out and about um, and being a bit more active walking without the moaning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. I'd never heard of it before and it kind of... It's quite cool because it combines the technology, but also with getting them more active and discovering things and seeing the world around them. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a good one. It also sounds from reading it, because like you, Emma, I'd never heard of it before. Uh-huh. It's it's very interactive with people you've never met or don't know. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of leaving uh, toys and, and information for other families to find. So yeah. there's a connectivity going on there, which is actually quite nice when you think about it, that people are thinking of other people's needs and, and actually yeah. doing something for mm-hmm. each other. So I think that's important. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and on Facebook then, we've had Sinead given a, a lot of suggestions here. She's got summer schemes, football camps, Explorers, the beach, any beaches. Um, you can collect shells, sea glass, that kind of thing. 
she's also suggested the likes of Belfast Trad Fest, um, little free music festivals and fun days in the park. Um, and she also says holidays don't have to be expensive, that you can use um, things that you have in the house. Um, so that was great suggestions there from Sinead. Um, as well, just picking up on something that Sinead's kind of put in there about fun days in the park and things like that. There's quite a lot of things that the council's put on mm-hmm. as well, then, Muriel, for families. There are. There, I mean, there's 11 councils across Northern Ireland. Um, and if you go onto the website or call into the council offices, um, and a lot of councils will house libraries within those buildings as well, mm-hmm. they'll have what's on, boards up. Um, you could talk to members of staff. There'll be events running across your town or your, your local area, mm-hmm. which normally uh, are free. Uh, a lot of the times you don't need to book or pay for tickets uh, neither and you can just turn up to events yeah. and again I suppose weather permitting but they should hopefully be a variation of events some may be indoors I actually was at a great event on Saturday up in the west of uh, Northern Ireland um, and it was run by the local council and oh, civic yeah. centre up in uh, Lima Valley and there was a lot of uh, drama and plays uh, being uh, given out in the, the square in Lima mm-hmm. Valley mm-hmm. and there was Irish dancing, there was loads of creative tables set up uh, for children to just go and do different activities. They had mini golf, I suppose, in celebration of the Open. Yeah, um, fantastic. And it went on for three or four hours. It was bouncy castles and it was absolutely fabulous. And yeah. It was filled with families and they were just coming in and out of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the weather was brilliant. Um, oh, but you then have the town within that area so then families can go off and maybe have a bite of lunch or they can go to the park down uh, as well so it's about using the amenities and the facilities um, and parents should just feel comfortable and confident just to go and do that and take mm-hmm. their children out to those things that are free and normally you'll have a variation of activities that can suit all age ranges which yeah, can keep all children great, yeah. entertained yeah um, and I have a couple just talking about kind of free family events a couple of more suggestions from on Facebook, Gronya has suggested free family entertainment um, at the Pride Picnic uh, at City Hall. Um, and she has also suggested libraries, big summer read, to encourage children to read over the summer. That's um, a great initiative and we heard a wee bit about that in an earlier podcast episode. I think that's episode four. So if you haven't listened to that, you can check that out. Um, we also have had suggestion from Fiona about quality time in Bambridge. Um, for parents with bring your own picnic um, Jenny has suggested the 3rd of August for Brestival which is a free event for families there's lots of things for toddlers and little ones at that um, and yeah there's a lot of other things that are all free but what I would suggest you doing is just check out our social media channels because that's where you'll find all those different suggestions so across the board on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram we're just at Parenting NI so you can uh, hit us up on there and see uh, what all suggestions we've got. And we have a couple of exciting events coming up over the summer Indeed, as well. yes. Um, um, it's our big birthday here, so we've got lots of good mm-hmm. free family events coming so we'll up. We'll be advertising those, and they're definitely family-friendly and mm-hmm. are free to parents and their families and children to come along to. So yes, you'll keep be your keeping eyes peeled. Everybody <laughs> up to that. Yeah, so yeah, as Muriel says, do keep an eye on our social media channels for that too. Uh, because we'll have lots of exciting news coming for you uh, to celebrate the big 4-0 for parenting NI. Muriel, thanks so much Thank for chatting you, to me about this. It's a nice wee topic and hopefully parents will um, get something out of it. We've got some very special visitors with us here today. 
And I'm just gonna ask you to tell me your name and what ages are. So do you wanna start first? Isabella. And what age are you? Nine. Jack. And what seven. Age? seven. Alexander. And you're seven too? Yeah. Me twins. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you are off on your summer holidays at the minute, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Are you having good fun? Yeah. Like being off school? Yeah. Say when you're off school, do you ever say, I'm bored? Yeah. 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 Lots? Yeah. <laughs> what, what makes you say, I'm bored? How does it feel when you're bored? It feels like you just don't want to do, do anything, anything and you're just bored. like bored because you just don't want to do anything like you yeah. don't have anything to do yeah okay so when you feel like that what sort of things do you like to do i read in my bedroom oh brilliant i love reading what's your favorite book harry potter oh brilliant i love harry potter and what about you boys what would you guys do i would i would play toys and make people happy Paper and brilliant. Um, go outside and build with the wood or. Oh, cool. Play. What sort of things would you build? Boats and forts. Wow. That's cool. That's a really good idea. And That's I very creative. Lego. Brilliant. Love Lego too. And he loves Lego. What about if there's any boys and girls listening to this or mummies and daddies who are thinking their kids are telling them they're really bored? Um, and they don't really know what to do. Have you got any other really good ideas that would stop them being bored? You could play, you go play with your um, sister and brother outside to play and make you stop being bored. I like dressing up as princesses. Oh, brilliant. Disney ones? Arts yeah. and crafts. Yesterday we did junk art whenever we were bored. And what's junk art? Um, we like to build stuff with, with like cardboard cardboard that is junk yeah oh yeah. cool and you can make things out of it yeah what did you make i made I a mean, car for my teddies and uh pop. like pop somewhere for to stay for my teddies oh that's brilliant these are very creative and oh. sometimes we would use the hammer beads they're like little oh. beads you put on boards Oh, okay. And uh, that's to like make wee pictures and things, is it? Yeah. Play on my like, bicycle outside. And we like to play mums and dads sometimes. Ah, oh, that's a nice one. We love football and, and we play it outside our garden. And we, we like to play with our match attacks. The football cards that you can swap. swap. And Brilliant. you can play like matches with the cards and stuff. And have you got class players in your cards? Yeah. Who's your favourite player? Van Dyke Andrew. Oh, brilliant. I've Van Dyke's brilliant. Come I've on, got him. You've got him? He must be a good, that must be a good value his card. Tass- like. I like his tackle oh, is 100. Class, his right? tackle's 100. His defence is 100. Just because he's the best. Is <laughs> yeah. No, you can get better. Oh, no, 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 but he's the best. <laughs> his Liverpool Stephen Giles. Oh, Stevie G, legend. Right, thank you very much for all your ideas. That's great. All the boys and girls and mums and dads will have lots of ideas for the rest of summer now for play. So thank you for coming in and talking to me. Thank you. Bye.
Okay, so we're at Bally Craigie Primary School today. Um, we've just had a play modelling session. And um, as we are talking about boredom in the summer months, uh, we thought it would be good to talk to some parents about their experience of today's se session. So I'm joined um, by Rosie. Hi. <laughs> um, kids are running about in the background here, so we're just keeping a wee eye. Um, Rosie, you're a mum of three. That's right. Yes. Um, and do you find that the kids do tell you in the summertime that they're bored and they're not knowing what to do? Yeah, it's interesting. Actually, this will be my first school summer holiday. But even in an, eve in an afternoon, in a weekend, my eldest particularly, he finds it very difficult to, to play by himself. And he'll just follow me around saying, I'm so bored. And then, you know, go off. And if I tell, you know, if I tell him to go off and play, then often he will start a fight or something to get my attention again. So today has been really good just for giving me some starting points, like, you know, putting some things out for him to play with or, you know, something that will help him to learn to play more independently as well, just to help me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and sometimes actually boredom can maybe be a good thing. There's the sort of things that you're talking about there. Um, if there's even just stuff in the house, I mean, parents sometimes worry about how much they need to spend, if it's on toys or taking them out places, but you can just use things around the house then to entertain them and then they get to use their imagination a little bit more if they're, if they're complaining yeah, of boredom. Definitely. I mean, it, that was a part of the presentation was about how important it is for children to feel bored so that they have that impetus and that self-drive to play. But and I think because my eldest was my first and on his own with me for two years I probably fell into that trap of always being the one who's entertaining him and playing with him so I think what we're going to work on after this probably is just helping him to get back in touch with that bit of him um, that is kind of just you know self-led play and, and finding himself something to do yeah yeah. Okay, thanks for talking to us, yeah. and I'll let you get back to the kids now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was Stacey, who is a mum of seven, so you have your hands full. Uh, yeah, very fun. Yes. <laughs> and uh, she's also attended today's play uh, modelling session. Um, so is it common that you would have the kids coming to you saying they're bored? Yes, very, very, very common. Because <laughs> so different ages and different stages of development, you know, mm -hmm. obviously they'd be in um, their own wee, like, different likes and dislikes, you know, so maybe one's busy playing with the Lego and the other one's like, I'm bored, I don't want to play his game. You know, because there's yeah. like five boys and the oldest is a girl. Mm -hmm. So then she would be more bored than the rest because the boys can play yeah. together. Uh, so do you think um, that today's session will help you maybe with putting some different ideas and things in, in your own home? You know, the, my three-year-old was in attendance to this session with me and I was watching some of the ways he was interacting and the games that he was playing with and I just sat back and watched him a moment and thought, do you know what, I never thought that he would be able to, yeah, he was ready to play half of these games mm -hmm. and, um, but it's made me think more about wee things like um, the lady had said about, um, yes, obviously safety is important but you do need to let them be children. Maeve from Playboard, who has facilitated today's session with the parents. Um, so Maeve, do you want to tell us a wee bit about um, what the sessions were about today and what the aims of them are? 
Yeah, so play sessions for us as an organisation is about endorsing um, free play for children. Uh, we really encourage outdoor play. Um, now, given the circumstances, not everyone can provide that facility. So it's about engaging with children with the least adult intervention as possible um, and allowing them the space to grow and develop and to structure their identity through playful materials. Um, today in particular was about showing the parents that play doesn't have to cost any money. Uh, so we had materials like hula hoops, um, water and plastic ducks. We had some a roll of wallpaper with um, colouring in pencils. Everything that is in your household from dressing up um, and letting them have that creative play and that imagination to toasted marshmallows so something that you can do in the summertime with your barbecue and it is all from those pine shops um not endorsing them but <laughs> lots available uh -huh. um and it's really accessible and it's about how you interact with your kids through limited resources um, but creating that playful environment for them as previously said, to grow and develop as individuals. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that we're talking about within um, this episode of the podcast is boredom in particular. And I mean, what you're talking about there is um, quite good because parents sometimes think, oh, it means that they have to go out and get them a new toy mm -hmm. or they have to take them to the cinema or they have to do this and that. So it's just simple things around the house you can even do. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it is, even if it's going out for a walk, and if you're walking past um, a play park where there's fixed play equipment, um, let them have that chance. Don't ever make your child do something that they don't want to do. If they're bored, let them be bored, but always have something in the room, whether it is a toy or whether it is a box of colouring and pencils and some paper, and they will find that opportunity if they're bored they will do that themselves so um, and encourage them to do that as well. Mm -hmm. um, don't force something onto them because they will reject that. So let them find their feet um, and let them explore what they want to create. So now I'm joined by Sinead, who is the family key worker in Antrim for our Families Together project. Mm -hmm. So you were the one that kind of worked in partnership with mm -hmm. Kim. Which Kim is from Muckamore Parish Development Association okay. and she's a family key worker in the area so she and I work very very closely together mm -hmm. and we've just finished with a load of scrapbook sessions and um, which we got all of the parents together in a sort of an intimate little group and they were able to um, sort of use their fingers the children were kind of you know they were enjoying um, a wee bit of arts and crafts with it and colouring in um, and from that then our partnership grew through that and through providing and facilitating those uh, scrapbook sessions after which I had attended play training she had attended the same play training uh -huh. and we got our heads together and we decided that we could take the play training for parents mm -hmm. to Ballycraigie um, and the response was great. Playboard facilitated and they put on a play modelling session yeah. which was for parents and children yeah. to enjoy play but we were also able to put on a play um, awareness session for parents only and that was all to do with the theory um, and from this now we would like to use this as a springboard for seven further sessions focusing on play completely, mm -hmm. you know, and um, yeah. on parents enjoying 
playing with their children or yeah. carers or uh, childminders, whoever wants to. Yeah, you know. it was so. lovely actually. There was some really nice um, kind of things going on in the room, loads of different things, um, and something that's really come across when we were talking to the other um, guys there, both from Playboard and the parents, was um, that it was all stuff that you just had in the house. It was really easy um, mm-hmm. to just, you didn't have to spend any money. It was just stuff that you could just pull out of the cupboard and yeah. ha- have a bit of crack in yeah. the house, you yeah. know? There was one of the girls, one of the young girls, I think she was about two years old, and she just went into that dressing up box and it was like something out of a Victorian area. It was just all <laughs> mishap and um, she put on, you know, that lovely big round hat, like a sun-shaded hat and a, a scarf around her. It was a lovely silk scarf. It was like all, you know, and, and, we, and the, a handbag with the, with the tassels on it. And it was just, you know, all she was missing was the high heels. I know, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Big thanks to the folks at Ballycraigie Primary School there, um, particularly the mums that got involved in the discussion. That's Rosie and Stacey. Thanks very much. And to Sinead um, and also our friends from Playboard, Maeve there, um, telling us a little bit more about the play modelling sessions that they go out and deliver. But if you would like to know a little bit more about Playboard's work, they've got some great online resources with their Play Matters campaign. There's a, a parent's guide up there for play. Um, you can visit their website. It's playboard.org. So www.playboard.org. Uh, and you'll find loads of suggestions of things to do up there. But for now, that's that's it for this month's episode. Um, we hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we have enjoyed recording it. This was a nice, fun episode to do. Um, but next month, uh, it's, things start to get a little bit more serious because as we approach the end of the summer... Unfortunately, uh, a little bit of stress and worry maybe starts to creep in for some parents and children who are waiting on exam results. So whether that be GCSE or A-level, we're going to look at um, managing expectations around your young people getting their exam results in next month's episode. So just to make sure that it's it's out before the, the young uh, people get their results, we're going to be putting that episode out a little bit earlier in the month and um, we're trying to keep these consistent going out at the end of each month uh, unless it's a special episode uh, the likes of the father's and mother's day ones but no next month it's going to come to you earlier in august so keep your eyes peeled uh, for that um around exam expectations uh, thank you very much again for listening um if you can please do continue to rate review and subscribe um, on all the regular platforms that you're listening to us on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our host uh, site, Podbean. So thanks very much, and we'll talk to you next month. Take care. <laughs>